Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Odd Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, uh, here with C.J. Vogel. C.J., we're going to talk a little uh, Longhorn football, but we're going to talk about some off-field stuff that's been going on behind the scenes, uh, culminating, I guess, with the hire yesterday of Chris Gilbert. Uh, Chris Gilbert, the former uh, Lancaster head coach, he first went to work for Steve Sarkeesian in February of 2021, uh, then worked for a couple of years for Sark, and the Longhorns before heading last year to be the tight ends coach at North Texas. Uh, now he comes back as a, with a new title. He was the director of high school relations at first for Texas. Now he comes back with a different title, special assistant to the head coach. Uh, tell us what you think this means to the Longhorns and their recruiting efforts. Yeah, it means that the, their efforts in the DFW area are going to maintain fruitful. You know, the, that area has certainly been beneficial to the Longhorns over the past couple of years. You talk about DJ Campbell, Cam Williams, Colin Simmons, Anthony Hill, Jonte Cook, guys like that. The high-profile wins that Texas has had in the DFW area, adding a guy like Chris Gilbert back to the staff is only going to maintain a foothold in the DFW area, which, again, has been where Texas has made a lot of its money on the recruiting trail uh, over uh, Sarkeesian's tenure so far. Chris Gilbert is very well respected in the DFW area, obviously spending time as the director of high school uh, coaching relations at Texas as well. I mean, he has those connections to, to walk into about any office in the, the state of Texas and, and know exactly what's going on. Uh, very well respected from things that I've heard on the trail. Pl players are able to relate to him often uh, and early. I mean, he's a guy that has a great personality. He was a successful football coach back at Lancaster as well. Uh, a guy that really brings a lot to the table in Texas. is. It, it, I, th I think it was a great move to get him back into the Moncrief uh, facility and back on, uh, on the staff. Yeah, the, the other thing that's, that's interesting here is he comes in as the special assistant to the head coach. So that means he's kind of sideways with uh, with uh, uh, with uh, sideways isn't the right word, but uh, tangential to Brandon Harris and his role as uh, general manager. Uh, he's actually Gilbert actually is reporting to the head coach. So it's kind of a little bit different, but they're going to attack it uh, kind of like a two headed monster here, I think, and, and try to get after it. One thing uh, to be told about Gilbert is he's not only from South Dallas, he actually graduated from South Oak Cliff. If you remember Two years ago, Texas really did well at South Oak Lake, not getting not only Manny Muhammad, uh, but also Billy Walton. Uh, it was one of the first times Texas really leaned into South Oak Cliff and had some success. Uh, hopefully, uh, that keeps going here uh, in South Dallas. You mentioned uh, a number of guys this past year. Uh, but overall, 
I want to take a little bit of time and talk about what these roles mean to Texas, what they're going to be doing, um, and who who all they are. Because I, I think that we've seen a number of off-season moves uh, this this year that not everybody knows what's going on. Uh, for example, the uh, uh, the initial director of player personnel, Billy Glasscock, took a role two weeks ago uh, as the general manager at Ole Miss. A week later, Steve Sarkeesian elevated Brandon Harris to general manager at Texas. Taylor Searles, uh, who's, who is the uh, daughter of Stacey Searles, the former Texas offensive line coach, she's now the director of recruiting. John Michael Jones, a longtime staffer, is now the director of player personnel. And then even this week, earlier this week, Texas added two new people uh, to it on top of Chris Gilbert, and that's Jackson Gleason, who's the assistant uh, general manager, and Jordan Mitchell, excuse me, yeah, the assistant director of player personnel, and then Jordan Mitchell, who is the director of uh, direct, uh, recruiting coordinator uh, underneath uh, Brandon Harris. And so we have this group of people that it sounds like to me what, what Steve Sarkeesian is doing is pretty simple. He had, he had a couple roles open, and he's trying to augment the staff with someone big, like a Chris Gilbert, and then filling it in with younger, hungry guys like Jordan Mitchell, Jackie, uh, Jackson Gleason, uh, Brandon Harris, uh, Tracy Sir, or, uh, uh, Taylor Searles, uh, as well as John Michael Jones. Do you see that kind of in your your – is that blueprint make sense to you, I guess is the best way to put it. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. It does, and it does in the sense because Texas was able to keep the nucleus together from obviously a, a fifth to a third to now a sixth rated overall recruiting class. You're able to keep that same group together, and I think that's important. Anytime you're talking about continuity, not only in on the field with your coordinator sticking around forever with Steve Sarkeesian, but also off the field because it keeps the same minds in, in, in a row, you know, you say, you have the same mindset, you have the same understanding of what it's like to recruit at a very high level. And right now I like that a lot. Texas and Steve, Steve Sarkeesian and Brandon Harris have worked together hand in hand for the most part uh, since his, his arrival to Austin. Uh, I was, you know, excited to see about John Michael Jones and his promotion uh, obviously because we've talked to coach Shipley a little bit and kind of the mind that uh, jo Jones brings to the table there and how he kind of recruits and thinks outside of the box is something that Texas is going to need to continue to think about as they move into the SEC fully. Uh, but Bobby, bringing in these new guys who, as you mentioned, are hungry to get their feet wet a little bit, that's only going to continue the creativity and new approaches when it comes to recruiting, obviously, now that uh, you're no longer going to be recruiting uh, against the Texas Techs, the Baylors, the TCUs. 
It's going to be full-time against LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Texas A&M. In the SEC, you're going to need that new cutting edge to maintain a foothold in the SEC recruiting world in which Texas has everything going for them right now in their program. If they can stay ahead of the curve there, you're looking at you know what should be a top five contending class each and every cycle. I want to I want to say one last thing. The chief of staff for Steve Sarkeesian, different category, but a guy that uh, also plays a role here, Jared Blank, uh, a, a long-term uh, uh, staffer. He actually uh, was at uh, USC with Steve Sarkeesian uh, as well. He came in and replaced Jason Groom uh, about a year ago now. Uh, so that that's the off-field staff. That does not include uh, the offensive analysts, defensive analysts, et cetera. That is kind of the recruiting infrastructure, for lack of a better term, the people that, that take care of things off the field for Steve Sarkeesian. Gilbert, I think, though, uh, along with Harris, clearly the two uh, big names in the category. Uh, <clears throat> interesting thing I will say about Gilbert and what I want to go over next with you is exactly where he might have an impact, uh, CJ. There's a, there's a wide receiver, for example, at, at Lancaster. I don't know that Texas is going, his last name, I think is uh, Emmanuel Choice. Is that right? Correct. I don't think Texas is going after him, but they would have went after Corey and Gibson harder last year and perhaps landed him had had uh, Chris Gilbert stayed. Uh, South, South Oak Cliff, DeSoto, Duncanville. There are a number of players at those places uh, that Texas could be a factor in, right? Absolutely. And I, I think back to Anthony Hill's recruitment. That was a big reason why Texas was able to get such a foothold in the door. He had a relation previously with Chris Gilbert. Obviously, I've talked about the South Dallas connection and kind of those uh, those schools down there, Alito, uh, further west, obviously, but uh, Duncanville, DeSoto, South Oak Cliff, you know, Coach uh, Gilbert has coached and been in that community for such a long time. Uh, he's going to have you know, ears whenever it comes to him talking. So I, I really like what he brings to the table. You talk about what Coach Nansen brings in the poly world. That's Coach uh, Gilbert in, in that Dallas area. Uh, one of the things I want to ask you, Anthony Hills from Denton, how did he – that's north uh, of, of town, uh, of, of DFW. How did how did he – how was that uh, uh, connection bridged? Did Hills start out in South Dallas before moving up to Denton or what? Not that I remember. I, I know that he's been in Denton Ryan for as long as I've seen him in high school. Uh, but, I mean, those kids play ball against one another growing all the way up. You go look at Jordan Johnson Rubel and all the guys that he had connections to despite going to IMG Academy. Uh, the, the the minute that you start popping on the scene in middle school, everybody starts talking about you in that, that DFW area. Uh, and, and I think Gilbert and the family had a, a close relationship prior to Anthony Hill popping on the scene as a, as a recruit. Uh, when it came to, you know, a lot of these schools jumping in the boat for him. Gotcha. Jonte Cook, obviously, from DeSoto. Uh, just a, 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 look, Trey Wisner, uh, Texas trying uh, to uh, stay relevant there. They have really made hay in the DFW area under Steve Sarkeesian, not only because of Chris Gilbert, but also because of the work of, uh, of Jeff Banks as well, uh, the assistant head coach, and also uh, a guy that does a lot of uh, heavy lifting in uh recruiting as well. All right, uh, CJ, I got to ask you a couple other questions here as we talk about this. Um, you know, how does it look right now recruiting overall for Texas? I mean, you and Jerry are talking every day about new guys that have uh, started setting up official visits and or unofficial visits. 
Uh, Jerry talks about the April 6th weekend being the next big weekend for the Longhorns from a, uh, a standpoint of, of visitors on campus. Is that what you're seeing as well? It is. And I, I'm looking at that April 6th weekend as one that will be very offensive heavy. You know, I, I think it's important to kind of understand the themes of, of these recruiting weekends for the staff. Uh, if you go back to Arch Manning's recruitment, Texas had every big body that they could find on campus for that same weekend and uh, getting KJ Lacey on week on campus for April 6th and April 20th for the spring game is going to be big. Obviously we've talked about uh, the, the potential suitors to come in and, and poach him away from the Longhorns verbal right now to get him on campus with a number of top prospects in his class. It's going to certainly help the Longhorns case in terms of holding on to him. Uh, Texas is making a concerted effort to have a theme for each visit weekend. April 6th to me is looking like one that will be a, uh, very offensive heavy. When you think about KJ Lacey, Ricky Stewart, Kelshawn Johnson, John Mills, Tyler Thomas, these are all guys that'll be on that offensive side of the ball. Uh, and then again, for the spring game, those names on the out-of-state list continue to pile in a, a, as well. And right now, uh, the, the number one thing to me on the recruiting side of things, Bobby, is Texas is taking care of their backyard. They might not be landing every top prospect uh, every big recruiting win in the state of Texas. But for the most part, they're doing their due diligence at every position in the state. Then, as a result of that, they're able to go be picky and choose and find guys in new territories. You know, they're moving to the southeast. They're recruiting Georgia harder. Uh, Louisiana has been a spot that they've had success. Florida as well. Now you're seeing them kind of trickle up that east coast into Maryland and Virginia as well uh, when you talk about uh, Fahim Delaney and uh, uh, Major Preston, a couple guys from that East Coast a little bit more. It allows them that opportunity to be, be picky and then bounce whenever it's time to uh, really make moves on, on out-of-state uh, prospects. Yeah, I, I, I think that they're they're in good shape. It, it just seems from the amount of players y'all are talking about them coming in, I found it interesting that the majority of the offensive players are coming in on April 6th. We'll see what happens with the defensive players uh, as well, but uh, all in all, combined with the fact that the spring game is April 20th. By the way, that game's going to be at 1 o'clock on April 20th if you're making plans to go to Austin. Uh, all interesting to me. I want to sum all of this up and, and go back to Chris Gilbert before we let people go here. We just want to do a quick update based on Gilbert and some other news that, it, that had happened today. I'm looking at it in, in two years ago, not the 2024 class that just finished, but the last class that, that Chris Gilbert really had an impact on. Texas signed signed 25 players in the high school ranks uh, that uh, were uh, were high school players. Nine of those from the DFW area, and most of those from South Dallas. Jonte Cook, Manny Muhammad, Warren Roberson from Red Oak, Billy Walton, Trey Wisner, Samaj Burrell, Andre Kojo over at Mansfield, and then you had uh, Anthony Hill and, and uh, Trevor Gooseby as well. So. Dallas is a really important part of it. The fact that Texas is trying to solidify that makes a lot of sense uh, for Steve Definitely. Sarkeesian in the long run. All right, CJ, thanks for joining me today. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Make sure you check out ontexasfootball.com for the latest and greatest, not only from CJ, but also myself, Blake Monroe, and Jerry Hamilton as well. For CJ Vogel, I'm Bobby Burton. Hook em.